Hey guys, how are we doing? Welcome to another chat show here on Buzzing Pattaya. And to the subject today that we're going to discuss is what's it really like going up to the jungle for the very first time and what to expect. I'm going to go through, I've been up there recently, so I thought, well, I've taken lots of video footage, which I'll show you in this video. Um, but I want to just try and break it down into stage by stage as to what to expect, uh, particularly if you've never been there before. Uh, those guys of you that have been up and uh, ventured up into Isan and around some of the, uh, the rural areas, you know, please guys share your comments below. It's what makes this uh, channel so special is the fact that we share the information. So please, you know, what was your trip like? What was your very first trip like? Maybe you're a bit of a seasoned traveler and you've been around a, a long time, but I'd like to know when you very first went, you know, the anticipation what am I going into? What am I letting myself in for? You know, what's going to be happening? It really is a fun time. So as I say, I've been up there, I've been home recently, so I thought, well, let's, you know, make some uh, a video of what it's like and show you. Now, the first thing I want to get rid of is this jungle association, all right? You're not really going to be swinging through the vines in the trees. You know, you're not going to be living that jungle like Tarzan and Jane and all that kind of stuff. It's not really going to happen. Uh, quite a lot of Isan is very, very modern. Uh, it's very well built up. However, if you do go out to the farming area, to the rural areas, uh, then absolutely you are going to be in for a, a, maybe a few culture shocks. But you know what? Embrace it. It's a bit of fun. Uh, certainly it's a talking point for when you do go back home. If you go back home to your own country and you can sit around the, uh, the bar with, the, with your mates and say, lads, you ain't going to believe what I've just been through. But it's a bit of fun. And also, you know, take into account as well, you have to respect that this is their culture. This is the way that many rural Thai people live. And I love it. I totally love it. Truth be told, if I could do what I do here and just do it up there and live a life as a, as a country bumpkin, I really would. It's just a completely different way of life. So the scenario is you've come over here. Uh, you've met the newfound love of your life. And she says, Tilak, can I go and see my mum and dad? Can I go and see my family? Would you like to come up? and visit the jungle. So you kind-hearted person, being the, well, the person you are, you said, you know what, yeah, of course, it can't be that bad, can it? And uh, yeah, I'm gonna go up there, let's go and check it out. So what's it really like? So what I've done is I've made a list, and I've broken it down into segment by segment, and as I say, please guys, if you have been up north, if you've been into the rural areas, please you know, share your comments below, and uh, what was your experience really like? So first things first, I think you need to really be certain in your mind how long you're gonna go for. I would strongly suggest, particularly if you've never been there before, don't, don't commit to like a week, two weeks, maybe just a couple of days. You know, listen, at the end of the day, no matter how far up you go, you're literally either a flight or a bus away from coming back. So don't worry about being isolated. What I wouldn't do is say, yeah, I'll go up there for like three, four, five, 10 days, and you've never been before, because trust me, you are gonna be in for a bit of a shock. So the first thing to bear in mind is just maybe your first trip, just a couple of days, you know, maybe it'll take you three or four hours to get up there, maybe a bit longer. Uh, once you get up there, you can find your feet, have a couple of nights and then head back and just dip your toe in the ocean. Because if you go up there full on and you don't like what you've got, then, you know, you've got to make that decision to say, well, sorry, sweetheart, but I'm going to go back. And of course, that might not be, you know, the, the words that she wants to hear. So. I would strongly suggest the first part of your trip, make it a few days, two, three days, go and have a look, see what it's like, you can always go back. When you get there, you're gonna have to be very uh, aware and very conscious of the fact that you are gonna be a talking point. You are gonna be the center of attention. For many of the villagers, you know, they very rarely come into, into contact with us in terms of you know, a Westerner, a European. They very rarely see what we call a phalang. You know, they, they don't see that. So, 
for them, suddenly you appear, they're not being rude, they're gonna stare at you, they're gonna laugh, they're gonna smile, the kids are gonna giggle, and you're gonna be under that watchful spotlight because they're like, oh wow, like who's this guy? You know, He's got a, a different skin to us, he looks different. You know, it, it really is gonna happen. And, but it's not anything malicious, it's just curiosity. So when you get up there, you're gonna probably stay with her family, I would suggest. Now, if you're not very good at sleeping on the floor, sleeping on hard mats and things like that, then you need to try and figure out, is there a, a hotel nearby? Is it possible you could stay in the city and then visit her, her family in the, in the rural areas on a day-to-day -day basis rather than actually immerse yourself and live there? So figure out, you know, where are you gonna sleep? Because, you know, they do sleep on the floor or on just a mattress, you know, it's, I've, I'm trying to think actually while I'm talking to you as to when was the last time I remember walking into any of the houses and seeing an actual bed. Uh, I think I could probably, maybe one or two places in, in our village uh, that have got an actual bed and I'm one of them. So, you know, so just be prepared about where you are gonna sleep because it's not all as easy as you may feel. What are you gonna eat, guys? What are you gonna eat? Because when you go up to these rural areas, particularly like the, uh, way out there in the jungle there and out the, off the beaten track, you're not gonna get no 7-Elevens, you're not gonna get no restaurants. You know, you really are gonna be eating like a Thai person, you are gonna eat Thai food. So are you able to, to digest that kind of food? Are you able to digest spices? It might be spicy food. Um, it, you know, you, well, you need to have a look at what kind of food it is. You know, in my village, the, the kids will go off of an evening and they will go out and they will hunt, they will find the frogs, they'll find the newts, they'll find all kinds of things and they will come back and then we'll all cook it and we'll eat it. So be prepared guys, be prepared. You're not gonna be sitting there having your sirloin steak and your chips and you know your, your buttercup mushrooms, it ain't gonna happen. It just isn't gonna happen. So that's another reason why I say possibly do yourself a favor and stay in a city and visit each day. At least then you can go back to your room, you can get some food and you can survive a little bit easier than if you were staying out in the middle of a mud hut and you are literally living off the land. So do take into account what are you like in terms of food. Now if you are going to struggle, maybe take yourself some tablets, some indigestion tablets, possibly some diarrhea tablets. It's better to be prepared and not need them than need them and not be prepared because obviously you know, if you are out there it's pants down time and uh, get some grass because it's really, it, it really is as, as simplistic as that. And it's great fun, you know, not that kind of concept, but it's great fun just going out there and experiencing the farm life, you know, it really is. Uh, what will you drink? So you might be here on holiday and you go out of an evening and you have a great time, you know, I'll have, a, I'll have this beer, I'll have that beer, you know, you've got a choice. Well, up there, you can, you can forget your international and your continental drinks, they, just, they, they don't exist. So you're probably gonna end up with a Changalia or a Singha. And that is really where you are. Or you might even you know, tempt yourself to a bit of Lao Kao. And I would strongly suggest giving that a miss, particularly if you've never had it before. Uh, it's Thai whiskey, it's very, very strong. Uh, a lot of the elderly people here in the villages, they, they drink it and they love it. Um, but yeah, it's, you could probably run your motorbike off of it if you had to. Um, but you know, what are you gonna drink? And what I would suggest you do is make sure you, you definitely hydrate on water all the time because it can get hot. And often you might be isolated in areas where you don't have any shelter. So when you do go up there, be prepared that you're not gonna have your, your normal run-of-the-mill drinks that you would find here. And again, that steps back to my first point about where are you gonna stay? If you are in one of the big cities, well then you've got the opportunity there to, to go and get the drinks that you want. <clears throat> if you are gonna go out into the rural areas, 
guys, it ain't going to happen. It really isn't going to happen. And uh, you might even be treated to a bottle of moonshine. Who knows? Once you get up there, if you're going to go there for two or three days, try to get the maximum out of your journey. Try and get the maximum experience so at least you can cover all the bases in one go. Travel around, you know, have a look around, see what's around you. The one thing that I will say to you is remember how you're going to get around. Now, if you go up and you've, maybe you've hired a car, fantastic, no problems. If you haven't and you've gone up on the bus or maybe you've flown up and you've got a taxi out to where it is you're going, uh, you're going to be riding a motorbike. That's the most common form of transport up in those areas. Uh, it, in my village, there is no taxi service. You know, we don't have a taxi service. So, you know, you either walk or you get on the bike. So if you're not very proficient on a motorcycle, uh, get ready, guys, because what you're going to find is you're going to sit on the back and your missus is going to ride you around and you're going to be hanging on for dear life thinking, oh, my Lord, what on earth is going on here? But it's, an, it's a good experience. So when you do go up to these places, do a little bit of homework before you go. You know, if, if, the, if your missus says to you, look, can we go home? Can we go and see my family? You know, spend an hour on Google before you go. Really do some research. Don't just go on a whim and a prayer and say, yeah, go on, it'll be okay. Because once you're there, you're there, aren't you? You know, it's not, you just can't like, well, what do I do now? But get yourself prepared. So when you do go up, you know, travel around. Go and have a look in the countryside. Try and explore. Try and find things to go and look at and see. Have a want, Just have a walk around the village. You'll be amazed at some of the styles of the houses that you see and the way people live. You know, it's never ever a dull moment. It's always a great, a great time to go off and just see how people live and what the conditions are like and how they experience life. Remember, when you go up there, you are going to be the family showcase. And when you go up, you know, obviously your newfound love or your missus, girlfriend, whoever it is that you're going up with, you know, she's proud and she wants to be proud to stand in front of her family and say, hey, this is my man, this is my man. And, you know, quite rightly too, and fair play to her. So remember, you are gonna be the family showcase. You are gonna be the center of attention. They're gonna come up and they're gonna prod you and they're gonna pull you to see if you're real. The kids are gonna stand there and they're gonna talk to each other and giggle and laugh. And you're gonna be thinking, why are they laughing at me? It can be quite, um, what's the word? I'm not looking for overpowering, but it can be quite unsettling if all of a sudden every corner you go around, you are the focus of attention. And particularly if you're one of those people that, not, I wouldn't say paranoid, that's not a very fair word, but if you're conscious of the fact people are talking about it and you don't like it, you might start to, start to find that uncomfortable. But do you know what? They don't mean it in a bad way. They really, genuinely don't. They're lovely people. Thai people are some of the loveliest people in the world I've ever met. And I've been very fortunate. I've traveled around the world. I've been to many, many places. So I think I can say that with a fair experience about they really are genuinely lovely people, particularly away from the Patea city center and more in the rural areas because it's more real. So when you do go up there, you are gonna be that center of attention. So please don't be offended. Don't take it to heart. It really is just the nature of the beast. When you go up there, remember you've got to start to try and engage in their way of life and things like kneeling down, for instance. So, you know, you will always be, uh, you should be bowing your head below the, the father because he's the center of, of, the, of the family. He's the head of the family. So, you know, you bow your head, you're wide to him. They'll sit on the floor. Can you sit on the floor? It sounds silly, but can you do it? I can probably manage about, maybe about an hour now, uh, crouched down with my legs crossed, and uh, it's, it can get very uncomfortable, particularly on a concrete floor. But again, it's something you're gonna have to think about, because if you are in the rural areas, these are kind of experiences that are gonna happen that you need to be prepared for. In terms of food, um, now, I don't know what you're like. This took me a long time to get my head around, to be totally truthful with you. 
Uh, I came from England, so I came from like, this is your dinner, that's your dinner, and that's your dinner. And you would eat your food and that would be it. Out here, that's your dinner, that's their dinner, and that's their dinner, and everyone shares. And you're like, oh, okay, you're, you know, don't be offended to see a spoon come flying into your plate and uh, nip, nip uh, some food off you, because it's just the way it is, they share. And also in terms of respect and etiquette, maybe some of you won't have experienced this, maybe some of you will, but for me in the family, we always let dad eat first because he's the top of the family. So, so the dad will always get his dinner first and then we then follow suit. And generally speaking, because I'm a, well, I don't want to say I'm a guest, although I am a guest, um, but because I'm part of the family, generally speaking, I'll eat next. So be prepared that they give the father the food first, then it'll be your food. So it is a bit of a culture shock. Um, you're not gonna get a knife and fork, very unlikely. You're probably gonna get a spoon and a, in a spoon inside with a chong. So you might get that, a, a spoon and a fork. Um, but you're not likely to sit there eating knife and fork stuff. That, generally speaking, doesn't really happen. Language. So when you go up into these rural areas, you'll be amazed that if you even hear any English whatsoever. I speak a reasonably good level of Thai, but even I struggle because when you go up to these areas, they don't really speak uh, what, what I would call domestic Thai. They would speak more old-style Thai. Uh, they might even mix it up with a bit of Lao. You know, there's, there's all kinds of, like in Isan, you know, a good example says if you go to, if you go down here and you want to know how much something is, um, I don't like to say this, Taurai-kap, Taurai-kap, it means how much is that? Well, up in Isan, they'll say Jack Bar, Jack Bar. And you're thinking, who's Jack? Where's Jack coming? And it threw me. When I first went to the market, I was like, what on earth is Jack Bar? And the worst of it was, is in Thai, 20 Bar is Isip Bar, and up there they say Sal Bar. And you're thinking, Sal, when Sal? Sal, Saturday, but today's Thursday. Why are you saying it's Saturday? It's really confusing. So you are gonna need your missus next to you to help you. And you know, when they do speak, they'll, they normally just like, it's, it sounds like a real weird like mumble, but it's their way. So I don't really understand much of the Isan language. I understand enough to get by, but it is very, very difficult. So be prepared to be isolated at times where you sit there and they'll all be talking away and you're not gonna have a clue what they're talking about. So, you know, just be prepared for that. Uh, temples. Generally speaking, the Thai people like to go and make merit. Uh, they're, they're very strong on this and particularly my family, you know, they go, they go a lot. So be prepared to be taken to a temple. But when you do go, you know, A, be respectful, but B, take in the moment of what you're experiencing. You know, have a look around, look at the attention to detail in these temples, look at the build, the structure, you know, they'll have monks and everything there. You know, just embrace it. Rather than go, oh, I'm not doing any of that, go and have a look, guys. Honestly, I promise you, you'll have a great time and it isn't as overwhelming as you may feel, but you probably will go to some of the temples. Silly o'clock in the morning. Now I'm a very lucky guy in many respects because I'm up at normally two or three o'clock in the morning every day. And people go, really? But you know, those, those guys of you that know me, you know that I genuinely am up at silly o'clock in the morning. When you go up into the rural areas, that's normal. That's normal o'clock. That's not silly o'clock, it's normal o'clock. In terms of most villages, they rise before sunrise. They'll go off, they'll do the tending to the land or the kids get to school. You know, the kids here go to school at like seven in the morning. So it's, it's a really different lifestyle. You're not gonna be laying around in bed until midday, which is kind of weird because when the girls come down here and work, generally speaking, they like to lay around in bed till midday. But then in fairness to them, they're working through the nighttime. But when you go up to the, uh, to the villages, you are gonna experience, um, you are gonna experience early mornings. And if they've got the chickens and the cockerels and all the rest of it going on, trust me, 
it's noisy, so get prepared for that. Um, night times. Now, generally speaking of an evening, the families get together, they'll sit, they'll eat food, they'll drink a few drinks, and they'll just chat. And that's their normal everyday evening. You might be lucky, like where I am, I can travel into Karat and I can go to places like Doc Mai. Now, Doc Mai, as you're seeing now, is, is a, it's a fantastic place. Um, it really is. And uh, yes, I know you're thinking, yeah, I can see why he says it's fantastic. But I travel, I have to travel like 25 kilometers to go into the city center, to go around a few of these places that you're seeing at the moment. And the nightlife is reasonably good, but you have to be within a journey to get to that nightlife, unless you're lucky enough to be staying in a built up city. If you go out to the, uh, to the areas, the, the farms and everything, you ain't getting any of that. You know, you might be lucky that someone's got a, a speaker phone for their, a speaker for their iPhone or their mobile phone and they'll play some music. But generally speaking, they all just sit there and they chat away, they eat, they laugh. They're very animated. Thai people are very animated. It's fantastic to watch. It really is a great experience. So in terms of evenings, you're not going to be going out most evenings. I would say it's unlikely. So be prepared for that. And that leads nicely into boredom. If you're going to go up, this is why I said go up for a few days. Don't go up for the whole journey. Because if you go up for a couple of days, you're not likely to get bored. But if you're going up for, a, say, a week, after you've done two or three days of exactly the same routine, which is pretty much what you're likely to experience, after a while, you could get bored. And you can be sitting there, what am I doing? Like, this is my holiday, or, you know, I'm out here for a while and I'm doing this, you know, what's going on? It will start to niggle away at you, will start to get a bit of resentment, the fact that you're there. So please have a backup plan, you know, maybe take some books to read. Uh, maybe if, you, you know, if you're on your phone, download some movies to watch. Just, just try to get yourself pre prepared so that you're not bored out of your brains, because it can happen. You know, even me, I go to see my, my wife's family, I love them all dearly, they're fantastic. But after about an hour sitting there chatting away and I'm like, oh, man, I'm bored now. And you know, I go back home. And like I say, you know, I'm lucky I can, I can speak with them. So I'm quite lucky to be able to engage in conversation. But I, I struggle with their language. So you know, it's very difficult. But be prepared, guys. You know, be prepared about getting bored. Take some backup plans with you. Don't take cards. Okay, the old, you know, plan, it, it's, uh, it's a massive no-no. Uh, really, don't take cards. So just uh, don't sit there, start playing uh, like solitaire and stuff like that, because uh, trust me, they, they will know you for that. Money. You are going to be paying for the majority of all the things that you experience whilst you go to the village. And, you know, listen, it's not a problem. You know, you're not talking about a lot of money. I mean, I, I, took, I took my wife's family out. Uh, we all went down to, the, to it's like we got a, a, a quarry, a lake, and we had food and everything there, and I think there was about nine or 10 of us, and it cost me about 2,000 baht. It, it was nothing. But the point being is you are gonna be looked at to pay for pretty much everything that goes on. It is just another way of your wife or your, your girlfriend or your newfound love of your life of kind of like ticking that box saying, hey, look, my, my guy, he, he takes care of us. It's nothing resentful. Don't take it to heart, but be prepared, guys. So, you know, you are gonna be looking at being uh, being spending the old uh, the old money there and being expected to pay for pretty much everything even if you don't take part. So, so get ready for that one. Lastly is uh, take some mosquito repellent. Um, up in these rural areas, you know, you'll, you'll often find yourself sitting on the floor. You'll be sitting in farm areas and stuff like that. You are gonna get ants and things like that are gonna bite you. So if you are a little bit uh, susceptible to this kind of stuff, Again, be prepared, guys. Take the repellents, take the, the mosquito cream and the ant cream, and just be prepared because trust me, you don't want to be bitten. You don't want to have an uncomfortable time in what's going to be an already interesting experience that you're going to have to go through. All right, so 
that's basically uh, what village life is like. I personally would recommend you go, even if it's just for one or two days, to at least be able to say, do you know what, I went there, I did it, it was okay, it was good fun, or it wasn't for me. But go and experience it, guys. Don't just you know dismiss it. If she does want to go up to the village, go you know and have a look, explore, figure out what's around you. Maybe think about your transportation. Maybe you could hire a car. You know, if you can hire a car, fantastic. At least you've got wheels and you can go off and do other things. So, uh, yeah, go see what the village life is really like, guys. And those of you that have been there before, that have been up there, have done the experience, please, guys, drop your comments below. What was it like for you your first time? What was it like your very first time? That's what I want to connect with is people that have never been or are thinking of going that have not been. And what was it like for the first time? Guys, let me know what was it like. All right, that's it for me. Thank you very much for watching. And uh, as always, guys, please remember, would you hit the subscribe button uh, and also the bell icon if you'd like to be notified when I bring out a new video. Uh, have a look on our Discord channel now. Literally, it's going from strength to strength. We've got over 16,000 members in there now. It really is fantastic. We're bringing more and more information into the channel, into the platform. It's completely free of charge, so have a look on there, guys. Uh, and likewise, if you would like to support the channel and the work that I do here and the videos that I bring to you, uh, there is a members link in the description below, and membership starts from as little as 89 pence a month. Okay, that's it for me. Thank you very much for watching, and please, as always, wherever you are in the world, stay safe. Thank <laughs> you.